This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Sherelle Duncan, the CEO of The Good Thick and Miss Forever Duncan. Okay, if y'all don't know, y'all y'all about to find out. Hey, Cheryl, how are you? Hey, I'm doing so, 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 so good. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Um, I see that we have a lot of mutual people in common. And so it was only right that we found each other. So yes, you, sometimes that is just the way that uh, this area is. If y'all, we, you know, we PG County DMV girls like this is that's the way the area runs. Yeah. Um, so I know you from miss forever duncan i watched the whole thing play out and i remember just being like i don't know how i would have felt but i am so excited for her i was like the dress was bad okay everything was and so when we saw when i saw it all play out i was like wait a minute this that took some planning some time and all those things and then y'all just blew up everything and i was like this like Every time I see y'all, I'm just like, y'all deserve, it is all love, all of those things. Um, And so I don't, you know, sometimes people don't know that when you're doing stuff, you just walking in, you just life in, right? You doing your thing and you don't recognize the people that you impact and the people that you touch. But it's so many people that I have talked to who aren't even from this area, who have seen y'all's story, who have seen different things and are, you know, impacted and inspired by y'all. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm all about giving people their flowers while they are here. So thank you. Thank y'all for, you know, sharing your love and your story with us. Thank you so much for all those accolades. It means so much. Um, yeah, Forever Duncan, was a huge, huge moment in our lives. Um, we did not expect mm-hmm. the world to know us for our love. Um, so it's, it's, it's two parts to it, right? Because my husband wanted to surprise me and marry me in the same day. One of his reasons was so that I wouldn't be stressed out because he knows how I get when I have to plan oh anything. <laughs> Because I am um, an overthinker mm-hmm. and I like to do things to perfection. And so if I had to plan my wedding day, I probably wouldn't be here today because right. I would have 
driven me into a grave. <laughs> like a wedding, planning a wedding, no thank you. Never right, right. I ever want to do that. And even with you saying that, it, it would have delayed whenever that, because what we think of as perfection, when you say that overthinking and perfection, I'm like, that delays every single thing that we're supposed to be doing because it'll never be right. It'll never be right. Out, cancels everything out. So I'm forever grateful to him for sparing me that stressful <laughs> yeah. moment. Right. And so, um, but it, 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 it did so much to us individually mm -hmm. and, uh, collectively, yeah. right. It, <clears throat> it, it showed us who we are and whose we are for real, yeah. like in real life outside of the, um, the viral sensations mm -hmm. and outside of all of the travel and outside of all of the things that we endured during that time. Yeah. So I'm grateful for just having those experiences, that knowledge, um, and just the power over saying no to mm. certain things, right? Ooh. Because that 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 forever Duncan created so many things, not just a marriage, but it created um it showed us how to do business, yeah. right? How it showed us our worth and mm -hmm. who we are. And, and, and we don't have to submit to anything or anybody because they seem like they're a higher power than us. Yeah. So girl, that's a whole nother. I, listen, that you are, that's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> but even in that was just enough to be like, I, I, I understand exactly what it is that you're saying. So the people don't know, all the people don't know who, who you are. So if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and just how you got started, um, just in all your journeys, right? Because it's not just forever ducking. It's the good thick. It is Sherelle, the woman, all of those things. So let's, let's talk about that. Oh girl. Um, how much time we got? <laughs> Um, so my name is Sherelle Duncan. I am the CEO and founder of The Good Thick. The Good Thick is a health and wellness um, organization that is changing the narrative to fitness. We, um, I have on staff, I have eight trainers, different trainers. I have a yoga trainer. I have my twin sisters, my blood twin sisters who teaches my 5 a.m. hit class. Um, and they also, they just now added a midday drip workout. Um, I have a, a strength and cardio instructor, Empower Her Fitness. Shout out to all of my trainers. Let's all of go. my trainers, most of my trainers started out as my clients. Wow. And I have, and I, and I encourage them to become a trainer. I got them certified. Like, you know, I encourage them to, to just level up. Yeah. Right. But I had a talk with them. Like, is this something you really want to do? Because when you're jumping into fitness, you really have to be, have a passion for it. Yeah. Right. Because you have people's lives in the palm of your hand. You have people's dreams, mm -hmm. their goals, mm -hmm. their resolutions. Yeah. All of these things are in your hands like it's it, it okay ultimately it relies on what they do but they're they become so dependent yeah on your and your professionalism that you kind of like take on their things right, right? So you have to be prepared for so that's what the good thing is it's a virtual it started out as in person but then when the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and after i had my baby in 2020 um and nobody could go outside we were stuck in the we house stuck i was in like the you house. know what 
<laughs> Let me do everything virtual. And so now it's just all virtual. Uh, we do do some in-person workouts because I am the um, the proud sponsor of Tanger Outlets here in National Harbor. Let's go. So yes, thank you so <laughs> much. So we, um, our spring and summer sessions are coming up um, in next month in June and July. We have all of our sessions coming up at, at Tanger. So you'll see about that. Just make sure that you're following the good thick for um, the dates. Uh, yeah. I'll have all of my trainers out there, my yoga trainers, and it's going to be lit. So that's the good thing. The good thing actually started, it came from, oh God, the good thing came from um, some trauma and trials in mm. my it started with my own story. Most things that you see me do yeah. have started from a testimony of myself. This is not something that I've seen somebody do. So I want to try it myself. Everything that I have done and that I am doing has stemmed from something in my own lifestyle. And so the good thing started from me being depressed, trying to take my life mm. after having my first baby, Gabriella, Gabby, I, I never call her Gabriella, <laughs> my first baby, Gabby, um, and just being in an unhealthy um, situation. And so um, I started drinking heavily, like extremely heavily. Drinking is a generational curse in my family. Mm. So it was easy. Yeah. Drink, 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 drink. Right. So, um, I was hospitalized and, um, my brother at the time, he told me that enough is enough. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's time to take my life back. And so he started, you know, he started training me. He wasn't a, a real trainer, but he just enjoys fitness a lot. Yeah. And so he started working me out and, and working out with me and just showing me different ways, nutrition and all this other stuff. And so in 2013, that's how far back it goes. Mm. 2013, that year I lost over a hundred pounds and I developed a love for fitness. Yes. People were so um, inspired by my story and inspired about how vulnerable and transparent I was because mm -hmm. before that I was a model management and club promoter in the DMV. So everybody knew me as bit having a bad body curves, yeah. big butt, like, you know, all the bad models and all that other stuff. But then when I got pregnant, I kind of like hid, right? Mm, no more mm. social media for me, right? No more social media. I wasn't posted and people was checking for me like, where's Shirella? Because back then I was known as Shirella LaBella. And so um, people were checking for me and I would only post, you know, like, just face hold the hold your phone all the way up and just have your face yes just <laughs> from the neck up <laughs> i had gotten over 300 pounds so i was so ashamed of my body right i was so ashamed of my body and um very doubtful of yeah how I, can, how I can um like put out my goodness into the world mm. right? now, i was so unsure of my attributes at this at that time you yeah. know yeah just, I just couldn't do it anymore. So when my brother noticed my, um, noticed that I wasn't on Instagram or, or, or Facebook at the time or whatever, he was like, look, we gotta get you together. Yeah. And so, you know, I've got, you know, that was in 2012, 2013, I started to get my life back and I started to lose weight. And then I was back out here in these streets, you know, back on Instagram, <laughs> yes. showing my little, you know, my body and everything and, and showing how I, um, was dedicated to my own healing and, and really like, I had been in some terrible relationships. Mm. 
Um, and so I really, really had to get myself together. I was in a very manipulative, um, narcissistic relationship um, where I was locked in a basement, you know, oh. like those type of things. Like it was just, I had been through some very traumatic experiences yeah. led up to me finally breaking down and like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then yeah. when I had baby, right. Because in my mind, my plan was I'm never having a baby. I'm never getting married. I'm a travel. I had literally just got a contract to go to Miami with some models and do all of these different magazine covers, videos and stuff. And then I get pregnant. Right. Mm. So it was just so much. And, and so the good thick saved my life. Mm. It saved my life. So once I started to lose weight, I started to put, um, I started to hate the job that I was working in Baltimore. And one day I was just like, I'm done with this job. I knew that they were going to fire me eventually. So I was like, all right, I get up out of right, here. Let me go before you, before so, you let me go. <laughs> When I left that job, um, I put up a post on Instagram and I was like, I'm doing a boot camp at Walker Mill Park this Saturday for $5. I wasn't even a trainer yet. I just was being, I had been trained so much that I yeah. had gotten of it. And I realized how to move my body and how to maneuver my body, how to tone my body and things like that. I put up a post and I was just like, if you want to come, just meet me there. It's $5. And I had so many women, like over 50 women. Mm. And I was like, this how I'm going to make money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm going to make money. So I then went and got certified. I went and took the test to get certified. I did not pass the first time because I didn't know all the technical stuff. Yeah. So then I was like, damn, I got to study. So I started to study, took the test again, and I got certified. And then I started to do the things that I thought that I need to do to solidify this business, mm-hmm. uh, the good thick. And then I just went full force and I have not turned back since 2013. And the good thick has been my baby, even though I will put on, I put on a back burner for forever. Duncan, it has always been a huge part of my yeah, life. That it is so much. First of all, thank you for sharing your story with us. Like, you know, I think one of the one of the things that in in doing this show and in slaying self-doubt is like being able to tell the truth about yourself, right? And tell the truth about whatever it is that we've been through. Cause that's what led us to where we are today. And when you can do that, and what you say it was like getting your healing allowed you to birth what it was that you were supposed to do for other people, right? Oh. Um, but also you said everything that you've done has come out of something that has happened to like it's personal right and so when it is personal to you and when it is the thing that like when you think about it you know where you were right you know how you felt in that moment and so you continue to fight to make sure that I don't ever 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 get back there right and so in order for me to do that I have to keep going forward and um we even then that like your story inspired other women to be able to see because there's so many of us who can see ourselves in you and see ourselves in other women and a lot of times you know for me it's like it don't always have to be like some celebrity or some person that you see on tv it is the person that's literally next door the person who is in your area who is making a change for the better for themselves um 
that we can gain inspiration from to be able to just be the best version of ourselves, not to be Sherelle, not to be the next whatever, but be the best, what whoever it is that God called us to be. And so even out of your pain, you walked right into your purpose, right? And that is what is continuing to keep you on. And so one of the things that you mentioned um, was just how you were struggling during that, se- that season. And so, you know, my very first question always is how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now, back to the show. Um, it's, it, I've always been a very confident person, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. I was just telling my husband about our daughter and I was describing her. And one of the words I was about to use was resilience. And then I was like, hell no. Nah. I don't even want to put that word on her. Mm. Because I've always been so resilient. And the reason I've been resilient is because I've had to overcome. I've had to just stay in this struggle narrative. Yeah. I, yeah. I stay in this financial struggle, emotional struggle, mm-hmm. mental struggle. Right. Even though in the front of my mind, I'm so confident. Yeah. But back of my mind, fear was tearing me apart. Right. Mm. But because I knew I've always had people watching me, um, one of the things that I would do is adhere to people pleasing. Mm, mm-hmm. And so doing that, I would um, go above and beyond, right? Above yeah. and beyond to create something or, or and, 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 oh gosh, because, and Lord Jesus. And so that's why I know that everything that I've done has really come from the reality of myself because mm-hmm. some of the things I put on me because mm. of this, right? Yeah. Some of the things I put myself, like, just like I was saying earlier, me being locked into that basement with that man and allowing him to be, man, man, to manipulate me, that was the most doubtful time I had in my entire life. Yeah. Because I knew this isn't you. Yeah. <laughs> So much better than this. You can go and live with your parents and Bowie. You can yeah. go. You had a whole, their whole basement was yours. Why are you here laying in this twin bed in this basement in this house? And he's locking you in this basement and he has a cat. I'm I am petrified of all pets. He would leave me in that basement with a cat and a bucket to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It was so bad because his mother would bring food around and, and give me fruit. You know how the, the, the houses in um, DC and in Arlington had like um, bars. The oh bars yeah, that, on food. the windows, yeah. She, knew, she would give me food through the bars and I just was like, I'm never going to make it out of here. I'm never going to do the things that I've wanted to do 
because now I have to be here with him. I always in my mind felt like I had to save him. Mm. And the reason I felt like I had to save him it was because it's no way he feels like it's okay to treat me like this. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so that was one of the most doubtful times of my life. And, and, and I'm still to this day kind of healing from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I found myself at one point um, like, this is why I feel like this because I was still holding on to, to parts yeah. of that, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I use that as fuel now, like, you are way more than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. You are so worthy. Like my husband and I, you know, women, I've said this and women are like, oh no, you, you shouldn't let a man t- dictate who you are. But sometimes, right? Sometimes it takes not just a man, but it takes someone. Yeah. Sent from God, yeah. Right? A disciple, an angel sent from the kingdom to show you who you are. Yeah, yeah. Not not to say this is who I am and the way the reason you deserve me because I'm the bomb yeah but you deserve me because I deserve you yes yes you're so worthy right and so my husband came along and the way he like loved me and cared for me and like was so gentle with my heart and so Mm -hmm. honest with me it changed my life, right? It started a, a whole new healing process for myself. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware that I could do without therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that doubt, like slowly but surely, started to vanish. Mm-hmm. Right. The the levels, like I was all the way high up on the ladder, and I just slowly but surely saw myself like taking myself down, down. Yeah, I'm sitting on top of the ladder, like. <laughs> Doubt, so much yeah, doubt. Yeah, right. Doubtful. And then with the words of affirmations and the actions and him taking the mirror and saying, hey, hey, this is who you are. Yeah, yeah. You are. And my parents and my brothers and sisters will always pour into me. But it's sometimes you're so used to them, right? You know that they just doing it because they love you. And right. They you take it for granted. Exactly. Yeah, you take it for granted. You like you supposed to say that because you my mother. You supposed to say that because you my. But my when dad, someone yeah. who doesn't know you, who doesn't have any obligate, who has a choice, and yeah. they still choose to love you with yeah. your mess, with yeah. your stuff, that it hits differently. When someone else says, "I know, I know what you've been through. I know the hurt that you have, and and I'm going to be gentle with you. Yeah, and I'm going like you are. You are what he created was a safe space." Yeah. And it allowed you to be able to blossom. And I know a lot of, like you said, sometimes people uh, say things like, you know, even I, I tell my husband, I don't need you. Right. Because I don't ever want to need anybody. I've been in that space where I've needed another person. Like, what am I supposed to do without them? Mm. I want him and I want him to want me, all of me, the whole me, the real me, the person that that you may not like today, but you're going to love tomorrow because yeah. it's, it's all of me. But it, being in that space allowed, like you said, allowed, it, the same, it allowed me to grow. Like yeah. I always tell people they, you know, I have people that ask like, how are you able to, you know, continue to do slam? I was like, it's my husband. Like yeah. he it, because of his support because he believes in me because there are days <laughs> where my self-doubt be like girl if you don't just go back to work 
girl, if you don't just Woo! just put put this down and wait later because it's not moving, and he will say like, "Are you finished? Have you yeah. done everything that you can?" And if my answer is no, you do not walk away and say you've done everything that you can. And you need people like that in your corner that is just going to be able to say like, "I see what you're doing. I see you." So I'm going to kind of challenge you on the need thing, right? So I hear people say, I don't need anybody. And I get it. But how I feel about my husband is that I know that one day one of us will leave this earth before the other, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I know that I need my husband's spirit. Mm. Spirits are so intertwined. Yeah. I need his spirit. His physical being, yes, I want that all the time. But his spirit is what carries me. Mm. The spirit that that God has put into him, that carries me. That yeah. that helps me. That fulfills me. That makes me feel so good knowing that even if he's in a bad mood, I know that the his spirit is still in me. Mm-hmm. His soul ties. We have connected soul ties that I never want to let go of. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel that. Of. and it 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 just it 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 fulfills me and it it, it fills me up you know yeah. what I'm saying? like my husband's spirit is is so important to me that I do need his spirit mm. I need his spirit and I know that it will it will forever be in me regardless of where we go yeah because of the person that he is and how God has um created the unit the the the, the, the our unit yeah right? um and so I, I, I don't, I don't say that I don't need my husband. I I just say that I choose him every day. Mm, yeah. We don't have to choose each other. Is, we don't have to like each other. Right. Yeah. We don't have to like each other. Some days I don't like my husband. Some days he don't like me. Yeah. But I love, and I, I will always love him and his spirit and yeah. like his spirit because that's what I saw when I got married, when forever Duncan happened, when I walked into that room, when they took the blindfold off me, I'll never forget that feeling. And I forget a lot of stuff. I forget people. I forget names. <laughs> girl, I forget situations. Girl, I forget. I forget so much. But I will never forget that day when they took the blindfold off of me. And it was so the room was over 300 people, almost 400 people. But through that, I saw him. Yeah, when I saw him. I was like, thank you, God, because mm. all I can remember him and I having a conversation and he was, used to tell me, I wish I could hear God the way you hear God. Or I mm. wish I could feel God's spirit the way you feel God's spirit. And before he was even my husband, I prayed for him to yeah. have to feel that because I felt like he's a man of God, right? But he hasn't had, he didn't have the navigation system to get him to that place. Right. To feel that love, and, and even though God was always outpouring that love on him, he never really had it. Right? Yeah. So I prayed for him to have it, and on that day, I seen it. Mm. I felt it. Like, I wish people, non-believers or whoever, and I know the believers feel me, but I wish that everyone would feel me on that because that's a real thing. That's not like bullshit. That's a yeah. real thing. Like, it scared me almost. Like. <gasps> Oh my God. Like, that's why it literally took me like 30. They had to, they, no one's seen this in the video, but they had to loop our, our song maybe five times because it took me so long. <laughs> <laughs> but I t- 
tell you, I was jumping up and down. I was crawling on the floor. It was a mess getting me down the aisle. My father was telling me, girl, if you don't come on, you know my back hurting. I'm sweating. My father was sweating the entire time. His whole shirt was soaking wet. His knees were swollen. It was so much going on. But so, yeah, I, I, I you know, the doubtfulness has is so far and few in between now mm. um, because of the help that I have, not just from my husband, but my village, you mm-hmm. know, village pours into me, my tribe, they pour into me. And the days where I feel like it may be creeping up, I jump my ass up out that bed so fast, girl. And I'll go outside on my deck or I'll write or I'll play a, play a song and I'll get myself like because yeah. you know the enemy okay. loves yep. to mess with you but you know the enemy loves it and so i always gotta show him that i'm gonna always have the best hand yeah that was gonna be my question like if you know when it, it does come up because as we continue to grow and as we continue to level up and whatever it is that god is calling us to do we don't always feel like ready like wait a minute lord uh, can we can i <laughs> Can we pause for like maybe like 30 seconds? Can we wait yeah. a little bit before we yeah. go? And a lot of times he is that push that you feel behind you like no, no now, no yeah. now. And so that doubt will come up. But I was going to ask, what are some practical tips that you would give our listeners who are having that find themselves in those moments? And you say, get up out the bed. Sometimes that's the that's all you got to do is just get up. Brush your teeth, wash your face and, and, and look yourself in the mirror. I, I have for years, I stopped looking at myself in the mirror, mm. like literally like the physical mirror. I stopped and I would, you know how your bathroom, um, I don't know about your bathroom, but my bathroom door is maybe about three or four feet away from the mirror. Yeah. So instead of me standing directly over top of my sink and looking into the mirror, I would stand at the door and fix my hair or put my lipstick. Oh, so you couldn't my, see it. Your so whole, I couldn't really see my yeah. whole face. Like mm. I can see it. But when you get up in that mirror, girl, yeah. you know, that's a whole different vision. That's a whole different view. You from see your whole view. self. Yes. And so get closer and close. And I know it's people out here that feel that. Get mm-hmm. closer to that mirror and, and get to know you and speak life into you. Say your name. Like, yeah. I wake up and I'm like, I love you, Sherelle. You know what I'm mm. saying? Sherelle, this is what you this is what you're going to do. Like, and I talk to myself in the mirror because honestly, depression I was clinically de- um, diagnosed with depression and you know they wanted to give me medicine and all this other stuff and I said I'll be damned if I do this to myself I'm not going to self-medicate because of the hardships that I have in my mind mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because I can control this with prayer with affirmations and with intention yeah it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're going to seem crazy, right? For talking yep. to yourself. Yep. You're going to seem crazy for even answering it. I hear people say, <laughs> you're crazy if you talk to yourself, but if you answer yourself, then you need to go see somebody. But why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this is what is going to help you get your day started, then do that. And I know it's been times where I couldn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like I was literally stuck in the bed. Like I can't do it. Yeah. I'm afraid to get out of this bed. I'm afraid of all of the ways I'm going to fail today mm. because of how mm, 
I'm afraid of all the ways I'm going to fail today because of all the ways that I will self-sabotage mm. and run from all the things that are meant for me today. I don't even know if I'm worthy of these things. I'm giving you the Virginia <laughs> <laughs> Hall right now because OMG, like in real life, that gave me chills because that is exactly what we do. We yeah. self-sabotage. We talk ourselves. I When I started this journey, I said, oh, I can talk myself out of anything. If I'm hungry, I will tell myself enough times, you don't need to eat. You're mm-hmm. okay. You can mm-hmm. just survive off of air, like mm-hmm. whatever it is. And, I w- and my body would just do it, right? It would just do it. And then I would wonder why, dang, I ain't ate all day. Well, that's because you mm-hmm. told yourself for 24 hours, you didn't need to eat because yeah. something else was more important. Somebody else's need was important yeah. of your just your nutrition, right? Like it sounds crazy now, but having to tell yourself that for whatever reason, however it comes up, whatever the 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 reason for it when it first starts, like you have to break yourself out that habit. And when you said that was talking about the mirror thing, I thought about it and I was like, you know, I've had uh, three episodes of Bell's palsy. And for a long time, I didn't look in the mirror either. Like my yeah. eye was crooked. My face was droopy. Like if I did it, I had to like do these exercises. But eventually, like all the things that I could think of that I was like, oh, I'm gonna go give me some Botox. I'm gonna try to fix it. I'm gonna try to do all these things to fix my face. And it really wasn't until I had to just look at myself and tell myself, even with your crooked face, you You're are beautiful. beautiful. Like yeah. I had to tell my every morning, and so my nickname is Bunny. So I would just say, Bunny, you are beautiful. Yes. Bunny, you are beautiful. I would just, I would smile and I'd be like, okay, you know, it's not perfect, but it's yours. That's all it is. Until I got to the point where I was okay with it. And then I had to say it out loud. And once mm-hmm. I said it out loud to other people, like, this is my insecurity. The, when God first gave me this, I was like, you do know I got a crooked face, right? Like, I can't do this. I can't be the face of a, a, a business, a brand or nothing. Like, who who is like why why would anybody I that talk myself out of kids I none of it even makes sense when you're in it right when you start talking yourself and you self-sabotage I'm like oh I'll never get married because I have a crooked face like what does that I'm looking at you right now and I don't see a crooked face I see you have beautiful beautiful big eyes I see that you have beautiful clear skin your eyebrows are on point I don't see what you see. And that's the thing. We don't mm-hmm. see what people see in us. Yes. yes. Um, and so I'm here to tell you that I don't see the crooked face. I see you, your skin is flawless. Your eyes are beautiful. You are glowing. Like that's what I see. Yes, I don't thank see you. So no, and 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 a lot of this self-doubt when people have it, some of it is that people can't see, right? But for me, I used to pray it away. And I used to say, this is my thorn, Lord, whatever. I would be like, if you take this away, I will do whatever you want me to do until I learned that this is why I have it because yeah. it's my daily reminder that this is my self-doubt. My, yeah. my, because I can see it, I still have to show up. I still have to come and do an interview. I still have to do whatever the speaking engagements are. I still have to talk to the people and tell them if I can see this. Nobody, most people who don't know me from before when it happened, which was like 2002, Mm -hmm. I look normal to them. But for me, this isn't how I've always looked. And so I, this is my, like, I I literally tell people every day that I wake up, I'm slaying self-doubt because I'm living it. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so even with your story, like you are living slaying yeah. self-doubt because every time you say, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah. Despite how I feel, despite the fact that I, I could possibly talk myself out of it, but I have learned to how to reverse that, right? I've learned what to say to myself to say, okay, yeah, well, she got to come with us. Like, come yeah. on, like, like, come on, fear, come on, self-doubt, come on, insecurity. We got an appointment at yeah. you know, two o'clock. So. <laughs> Let's, do Let's do it. You know, I have anxiety. I get my hands get real shaky and real. I get like this nervous feeling in my hand before I do anything. Mm-hmm. I have it before I talk to you today, because you know why? I am on an assignment. I am on a forever assignment from God and the enemy cannot take it. Yes. Because he knows that every time I open my mouth, that the kingdom doors are going to open up and it may not touch thousands. It may not touch a whole nation, but one person Mm -hmm. life will be changed and hope will be had. Yes. Yeah. Cannot stand when I open my mouth. Yeah. That's why I talk so loud. That's why I talk so bold. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm always very, as a matter of fact, when yeah. I speak, not because of people, but because of the enemy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always going to let him know every time I open my mouth, I'm here to let you know that you have no power. Yeah. All the power lies in the spirit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Spirit, uh, and you can't shut me up. You've shut me up for so many, so many years. You shut me down. You had me laid out ready to die. You had mm-hmm. me ready to take my life twice. And who am I to take my life? I am on an assignment, yeah. a serious assignment, assignment after assignment. And so um, the anxiety comes up and I already know is because I'm like, everybody knows I'm like, and this is so crazy. This is one of the things that I, I'll say why I um why I attribute a lot of um things to my husband when we first got together we would go to events and I would say oh god my my hands I'm so nervous I gotta go to the bathroom I need my tums or rollades or whatever right? yeah something right <laughs> he would be like you don't need that you don't need that but before him I was I would all everybody knew Sherelle need her tums or rollades we gotta have it in the car we gotta have it wherever, yeah. we, go, wherever we go and those people know that this is on her right. She needs this wherever she's going to mm-hmm. be. Right? And so now I, I don't even remember the last time <laughs> that I've taken Tums. Tums yeah. I just feel it. And I'll say, Oh God, I'm, you know, I could just, I'm a little nervous. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even, I say I'm having anxiety. I just say, I'm just a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. And I'll be, I'll shake it off. I'll yeah. Cry. But yeah, I don't even I don't I don't remember the last time I used Tums and Rolays. So so that's shout a, out. That's a word right there. Yeah, shout out yeah. to shout out to the husband. Okay, because yeah. really, yeah. even yeah. when you said it, I I thought about um when when you were talking about like I, I have the same thing. Like I get anxiety. My kids have it. I see it in them as yeah. well. And I had to learn. You know, some of I always say therapy and Jesus. Okay, I had to really get to a place where um I had um my therapist asked me like. What what is the feeling that you have when you're like you're nervous? Because nervous and excitement sometimes bring up the same thing. And I and what how, my distinction is that I still get the bubble guts. I start to sweat. My hands shake. I feel like I'm about to pass out. But the difference is when I'm anxious and like in a like super nervous, I want to cry. Like if it's just, uh-huh. I just I just gotta get it out. But uh-huh. if I'm excited, 
I want to laugh. And so I always have to ask myself, Bun, you want to laugh or you want to cry? Because yeah. that will determine which emotion I lean into. And if I want to laugh, then I, I tell myself all the reasons why I should be happy for this moment. Like, I know I'm happy. I know that the excitement and it just like, like you said, it kind of go. And then I'm, I'm grateful and I thank God. Like, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this moment. Like, this is why I'm excited. If I'm nervous about something and I'm like, I just want to cry. Well, why you want to cry? Because... Yeah. This is all the things that I'm, I'm I'm frustrated about or I'm worried about, and I need God to give me that peace. That, but once I was able to distinct that, I could pass that on to my kids when I seen it showing up in them, and I'd have to say, "I need you to explain to me what this feeling is. Like, why do you have this emotion? What is it? Okay, if let yourself be happy, because how many times have we not let ourselves be happy because of other people and other things where we have to like, you know, like." bring it down like don't be too happy don't be too proud don't be no we we shouting it from the mountaintop okay like especially tell me that type of stuff girl I'd be like you can't be with me you can't <laughs> you gotta go because this, <laughs> this is this is this ain't what i this ain't what i'm about you gotta roll out because what are you even talking about yes why yes happy why can't i be this you gotta go yeah like, I, don't, I don't even want you around me like <laughs> we don't need none of that so quick so quick when i find when i see a red flag because I'm so used to staying in friendships and relationships mm. red flags and in the end when I'm hurt I wonder why and I put it on me yeah I'm that person I put it on me like you stayed in that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you yeah that it was messed up you saw that it was yeah they did you wrong they did some things but you stayed in you stay yeah you you maintain that no I, I feel you so what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-roll or mid-roll ad by me on the Slang self Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. Um, that I'm smarter than I've given myself credit mm. for. Um, that I didn't have to be a college graduate to succeed. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have to keep up with the aesthetic of the fluffiness on Instagram to be my authentic self. Yeah. Um, and that I've done everything just the way I was supposed to do it to learn the things that I've learned and go through the things that I've go, gone through and have the experiences that I've had good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed it. I needed all of it. Um, and it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a mistake. It was just my life. Yeah. You know? It's my life. And I don't have to be so hard on myself for being mm. in certain situations. I just can congratulate myself on making it and learning from it and realizing that there was a lesson in that. Yeah. And that I learned that lesson, right? Yeah. But if I have to keep on going and going, taking the test over and over and over again, then I know that I, I'm doing something wrong. So I have to I have to revisit those yeah. things. Um I've learned so much. I've grown so much. I see myself 
even two years ago. And I'm like, damn, I'm so proud of me. Mm. I am so proud of me. And it took me a long time to actually say those words and not feel like I'm not being humble. Mm. But I'm like, why would I want to do, why would I want to dumb myself down? Like, please, I'm it, period. Yes. No matter (laughs) who sees it or who knows it, I'm it. You know what I mean? So those are the things that I've learned um, in this. And I've also learned to, to just be so kind to myself because I deserve kindness. Yeah. I deserve kindness because I could be so hard on myself as a mom, especially that's where I'm most hard on myself Yeah, as a mom, um, because I'm responsible for these human beings. Um, and (laughs) I just don't want, you know, to be the reason that my children need therapy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't want to be that. Yeah. You know? No, I, you, I, I, I can echo that. I think that that's one of the things that I've always said I'm most proud of like our generation is that like we are recognizing that we can do things differently and it's okay. Right. And we want better for our kids and there's conversations that are happening in households today that were not happening when we was kids that we had to figure out on our own the hard way. And now we're like, listen, let me tell you like me and my oldest son just got, um, is about to go to high school. And so that's a whole different transition. And (laughs) the conversations are completely different right and so we were having this con we were watching a show yesterday and um my husband tells me like y'all don't be a bum dude and I say and also don't mess with no bum girl like you know like I was like because girls can be bums too girls can take advantage of people and I'm like there's you know there's sometimes there's certain conversations that happens where I wrote, I was raised in an old girl household. So it was always about guys, right? Like, this is what you should be aware of, but never about the females who are just ass, you know, if not worse. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh no, you're going to get both sides of this. Like, we are going to have honest conversations so that when you, my goal always is, I said, I want y'all to walk into the world as like that is my job to make sure that you are as whole as you can be emotionally physically mentally spiritually that is my job not just in one area I need you to be able to show up as your whole uh, as a functioning functioning adult man black man that's what that's what I need for you so and so that means that it starts with us and so when they're watching me like I'm like oh mommy got therapy y'all go do whatever they're like you still see I sure do because (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I sure do because there's things about me I want to understand why yeah. do I went um I saw this quote a couple of weeks ago and I was like why do I immediately operate in fear like yeah. I needed to dig deeper into that like what is it about it and some of it came up is that I'm just a perfectionist and I was like oh I didn't know that that was me but now that I thought you know once I went through it I realized oh, okay yeah that makes sense but yeah. it's like you have to dig deeper into yourself to figure out those things and even as you were talking about the things that you learned about yourself, like being proud of yourself, being gentle with yourself. We are hard on ourselves because society is hard on us. Yeah. And the expectation of how we are supposed to show up. I don't know who set these rules, but no, thank you. 
no, thank you. Leave me out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm over here. Let me just yeah. mind my bullheaded black business, and then y'all go ahead over there exactly. and do your exactly. own thing. Exactly, exactly, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Sherelle Duncan. What is it that people can when people want to get connected with you? I know you talked about the good thick. Um, y'all are doing so many, like you are doing so many different things between the podcast, the good thick. Um, yes. you got the uh the uh the tangier uh the bridge you got the bridge right yeah uh-huh. it's the bridge yeah the wood wood bridge like all the things so let's talk about all things Sherelle Duncan um so uh one of the things right now that's really high up on the list is um France Who Smash podcast my husband and I podcast um it airs every Thursday um it is one of the best things that has ever happened to both of us it is y'all be so real and i'll be cracking up (laughs) very transparent so i always hey saints if you one of them holier than thou saints you may may want to listen (laughs) because these are some of the things that you want to talk about but you're afraid to talk about i know that's right the other other folks in the church will probably damn you to hell but um these we talk about very very raw and real things with with marriage mm-hmm. right because people have it so tainted that marriage is one way yeah not everybody's marriage is different Absolutely. right everybody I used to think that marriage is what I saw with my mom and dad but that's not the marriage that I want mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. be a stay-at-home mom yeah and my my husband goes out and work and then I gotta come home and have his dinner and all this like I'm I could and I'm going he's going to have dinner but I'm not a stay-at-home mom even yeah. though I work from home that's not who I am right. I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom I gotta cook I gotta clean I gotta do all this and I got all these responsibilities and then I don't have no time for me I gotta yeah. take care of the kids make sure the kids are good make sure this is good that's not who I am yeah that's not who I want to be right because I am a, a full-time entrepreneur mm-hmm. I'm a full-time mom a full-time entrepreneur a full-time wife so when do I have full-time self-time? Yeah. Right? So yeah. When do I have that, right? So um, the podcast just allows us, it is honestly therapy for the both of us because most of the things, all of the things that we talk about on there are not rehearsed. Mm-hmm. I do do a run a show, like come up with, with questions, but like, as you know, it can go anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> Sometimes we disagree on this. Sometimes we agree to disagree. Most times we see each other. We meet each other in the middle. Yeah. Um, and we talk about things that people are very afraid to talk about. We talk about sex and fantasies and and all every anything imaginable with yeah. relationships. We talk about we are relationship case studies, my husband and I. And so <laughs> On that podcast, you never know what you're going to get. So anybody who is interested in um, hearing about marriage, we have guests on every other week and then every other week is him and I. But um, Friends Who Smash podcast is top of the list. The Good Thick is um, always open for new new registration. We also have uh, one of the things that we're doing with The Good Thick is we're giving cash prize. We're doing a return on investment. So ROI. So Anybody that signs up at the end of this, at the end of the cohort, and we do, we do it by seasons. Mm-hmm. The person who has lost the most weight and can show it will win uh, up to twelve hundred dollars for first place, along with a makeover, a photo shoot, Let's go. Um, a massage, a free stretch from the stretch law, 
um, a bunch of different things. The second place winner will win $200 and a bunch of other stuff. And then the third place winner will win a bunch of stuff. I have so many people that have sponsored. Yeah. Through the pop thickens. That's what the hashtag is. The pop thickens. Um, and so many people have sponsored their products, free products, money, mm-hmm. um, all of those things. So if you're interested in, in really healing, cause that's the main goal at the good thick is healing from the inside out. Um, if you're interested in that, you can visit the good thick and, and enter to win the, the pop thickens. Um, and then what else do I have going on? Lord Jesus, I have so much. Oh, um, so I will be this weekend. I will be in Times Square because I'll be on the cover of a magazine. I can't say yet. Yes. Oh no, we you have to wait for the big reveal. <laughs> wait for the big reveal this weekend. I'll be in Times Square. Uh, I'll be posting about it. Um, I'm on the cover of a magazine, and it 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 comes. It's released on Mother's Day, which yes. is so awesome to me and that means so so it makes me so emotional for it to come out on mother's day um, because of how i feel about you know being a mom and just being recognized as a mom and being on the cover of a magazine for that means a lot i'm not only just a mom but being a mom is one of my most important things yeah Um, and so yeah so that's that's um uh, Friends Who Smash podcast has a live, uh, we have our live shows. We have so much stuff coming out. I can't talk about it right now. I, I listen, that means that y'all got to, y'all got to get connected, get tuned <laughs> in so that y'all know what is happening. Yes. I, I'm already connected to all the things. So I, I already know where to find you, but where can the people find you, Sherelle? Where can they find um, all the things that you are are doing? Okay, so um, the good thick jack train the good thick training.com is for the health and wellness part portion of my life. Um, friends who smash.com is for the podcast um, and the the merch me and my husband have and the um, we have a we have an agency called Duncan Plan an agency where we help couples to surprise their their mates to plan date nights to do retreats nice. to do all the things um, involving like love intimacy and uh like just a good time mm-hmm. um what else yeah so franchismash.com the good training.com you can also follow me on instagram sherelle the trainer um and france who smash podcast and the good thick on instagram yes i want y'all to know that this is like i one of the things that i uh in this moment, and I know it was the Holy Spirit was like, this is proof that you don't have to just be one thing. You do yeah. not have to put all your, like there, all of this is you, right? Yeah. And all of it is is parts of you and pieces of you. And we have the tendency sometimes to just be like, well, I can only do this one thing. And there's so many things that need us. We don't, you, but you got to be tapped into what your, like you say, what your assignment is because yes. you don't know where you're supposed to go. So I just... Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your yes. At whatever time that you say yes, because who you are impacting in your health and wellness with the good thick and the marriages with the friends who smash podcast. And I love the name of it because it is so, so like, (laughs) it's so y'all, right? It's like very like real. Um, And then just what you're doing in the community, like just showing up as a woman all together. So thank you so much, Sherelle, for being on the show. Um, I appreciate you. And um, yeah, thanks so much thank you so much for having me I just wanted to encourage you um I love the name of your podcast 
And I love the fact that you are being intentional about slaying your self-doubt by constantly saying the words, Mm -hmm. actually putting the words, making it your business to make it your business to slay your self-doubt because you are absolutely beautiful. Your spirit is beautiful. It shines so bright. Your energy is so good. Um, and I know a lot of times we get so caught up in um, our own physical things that we see, mm-hmm. but I don't see that. And I don't think the world sees what you see. And so I'm just encouraging you and um, rooting for you to continue to slay self-doubt. And it was so genius of you to name your podcast slaying self-doubt so that you constantly are manifesting that you are every day like less doubtful the day Mm -hmm. day before well i receive all of that thank you very much but i can say that uh that was not a part of the plan the lord gave me the phrase (laughs) and i was like i don't even know what this means and it literally took me until last year to really say oh, this is an action. Yeah. This is literally an action. And recently someone said, the name of your podcast, you don't even realize it is an affirmation. Even yeah. if you put I am slangs. And I was just like, yeah. sheesh, that, that is the power of saying of your yes. Like you don't yeah. even know what you're, what you are committing to when you tell God, yeah, I'm going to do whatever. Like just use me, I'm going to do it. But yeah. it's taken me this long to be like, oh no, this is actually what I'm doing. This is like, this is me slaying like this. I am slaying self-doubt, right? Yeah. Like literally is what it actually is. So I received that. Thank you so much. Yes. I appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so awesome. Thank oh, you. Oh, you are welcome. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.